0: Welcome to poli 417, Interest Groups. This lecture today is what this course is about. So I'm going to give a pretty brief overview of uh, not the content of the course, but the intention and what I think that we're going to be doing over the next four weeks in this online class and what I have uh, as a hope for what you're going to take out of it. So, uh, Interest Groups is maybe the most boring sounding class you could possibly imagine. At least it sounds boring to me interest groups like well where where's the juice in that uh the thing about interest groups is it's a boring boring sounding name but democratic politics is really largely about interest groups struggling to get what they want that is there there are other aspects to democratic politics there's all kinds of things going on there are all kinds of uh, participants in the uh, democratic system there's Uh, office holders, there's citizens, there's foreign governments, uh, but what there mostly is, is different interest groups in society that are struggling with each other through the democratic system uh, to get what it is they want. So democratic politics is largely a struggle among interest groups. That's the core notion of this class, interest groups. We're going to look at interest groups embedded within this struggle and uh, see what that struggle looks like. So really what we're doing is we're exploring a struggle that is central to the democratic system. Uh, And this is an American politics class, we're going to focus on American politics, not on interest groups in uh, other societies. Though, in any democratic system, there is going to be a struggle among interest groups. Based on what the different society and nation and culture look like, there are going to be differently aligned and differently organized interest groups. So we're going to focus on the specific kinds that are here in the United States. Uh, To break down the study of this struggle, uh, there are really four sort of main sub-questions to how is it that interest groups struggle in the democratic system. Uh, The first question is, what are interest groups? Like, I mean, that's basically just the definitional question, and, uh, but it is important because that word, that phrase, interest group, and it often brings with it the, uh, the adjective special interest groups, and I'll talk about the relationship between interest groups in general and the notion of a special interest group in uh, a, a later lecture, but uh, what are interest groups? And what are the different kinds of groups that exist? And uh, if we're looking at American politics as a struggle among interest groups, it's a very diverse set of groups that are struggling with each other. So first question, what are interest groups? So at the end of this class, if somebody says, what are interest groups anyway? You should be able to give a relatively sophisticated answer to that, which is more than just a definition well, an interest group is a group that is attempting to get its interests uh, met. <clears throat> the uh, second question is, what kinds of things do interest groups want? Like, what is it that they're struggling for? Uh, There's a simple answer to that, which is uh, they're struggling within the democratic system for preferred policy outcomes. Uh, Outside the democratic system, in uh, civil society and in private life and uh, sort of in the broader economy, interest groups uh, are struggling for other things and basically what they're struggling for is to have their interests met. This class is focused on the way interest groups interact uh, with each other and the political system within the democratic system, and so the focus is on preferred policy outcomes. Uh, That is a straightforward and relatively uh, concise answer, and then we're also gonna explore uh, the greater detail and elaborate on uh, what it is that they want uh, in terms of preferred policy outcomes. Uh, The third and probably biggest thing we're gonna study uh, is what are the methods and strategies that interest groups uh, employ to be able to uh, get what it is they want? What do they do in order to get what they want? Uh, this is going to be the bulk of our study in this class uh, and in a way there's two things that you can take away from that particular study. One is a sort of political science, academic perspective. We're gonna be looking at interest groups as objects of study and saying, well, what do they do? How do they go about it? What are the methods? How do they marshal their resources? What do they do? What are the, what are the different avenues that this struggle uh, um, appears in? And then there's the other side, which is the sort of the practical political side, which is that you're going to also learn what you could do as part of an organized interest group uh, or even an unorganized interest group, and we'll t- I'll talk about what the difference is uh, between those, to actually succeed in getting the interests that you have and that you represent uh, met to a certain degree, greater or lesser degree. So you're going to learn the political science perspective, interest groups as an object, And then you're going to learn the pragmatics, uh, interest groups as a subject, like if you're part of uh, the active uh, interest group struggle, which many of you will be, uh, many of you are going to be participating in this struggle as opposed to simply looking at it from a political science perspective, that's a uh, big part of what you're going to take out of this class. So you're going to learn some pragmatics and you're going to learn some political science analysis. Both of those are going to be important, and I want to emphasize that as you interact with the material, the readings, the video lectures, the assignments that you're you're going to be doing, keep in mind that that's actually both of those are what I'm looking for you to get at. I'm not just looking to give you a political science perspective uh, on, on the study of interest groups. I would love it if you also got a sense of, well, what does it take to be successful as a person participating in this interest group struggle? Um, the final question that we're going to address is, what are the factors that determine the level of success that different interest groups enjoy in getting what they want? Um, in a sense, this is more uh, on the, uh, uh, the political science objective study side, where we're going to be looking at the factors, and that, that's a very political science type of idea, like what are the factors that lead to success? Uh, the, um, there, there still will be a pragmatic side to this, which is that if you see that certain factors Uh, make it easier for an interest group to succeed, and there are certain factors that create more obstacles, if you're in the interest group struggle, you will be able to look out at the world and say, these are opportunities, these are obstacles, let's run with the opportunities, let's try to do our best to overcome these particular obstacles. So there is a feedback loop to the methods and strategies. Uh, For people who work inside of interest groups, studying how interest groups work is actually an important part of being a successful practitioner. So again, the four questions that I'm going to address in this class. What are interest groups? What kinds of things do they want? Uh, What are the methods and strategies that they're going to uh, employ to get what they want? And what are the factors that determine the levels of success? So overall, we're going to basically be saying, okay, here's our object of study, interest groups. we're gonna figure out what they are, what they want. Essentially, what is their nature, right? What is this species of political actor? What does it look like? And then, we're gonna study it in its natural habitat. What does it do? Uh, what are the methods and strategies? What are the different ways it can go about doing it? Uh, think about, the, you know, I say na- studying in its natural habitat, which is a democratic system. Um, uh, the, I think the analogy of studying uh, biological species holds up, right, like if we're gonna study hyenas. Uh, Okay, well, what are hyenas? That's relatively easy to answer. Uh, what do they want? That's also relatively easy to answer. They want to uh, survive and reproduce. Uh, what they want is the resources to be to able- enable them to survive and reproduce. They need food. They need uh, um, some kind of shelter. They need water. They need uh, mates to reproduce with. More interestingly, what are their methods and strategies uh, that they employ to do this? And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at interest groups The same way that we would look at hyenas or the same way that we would look at uh, um, hummingbirds or the same way that we would look at whales or dolphins. Uh, We're gonna look at them in their natural habitat and figure out what it is they do to get what they want. Uh, And then, again, like, well, what would make hyenas successful? What factors uh, do they, you know, what kind of landscape, what kind of uh, um, other wildlife, what kind of actions by other, like their prey and potential predators. We're gonna be studying kind of the, the subject of our study is interest groups, or hyenas, uh, then we're going to put that in context. In the case of hyenas, it's the natural world. In the case of interest groups, it's the for this class, it's not just the whole world, it's the democratic system. And then we're going to study both the uh, thing itself, interest groups, and then the environment. So we're studying a species of political actor, interest groups. And we're studying the environment, not just the democratic system, but the democratic system as it creates uh, opportunities for the activities of interest groups. So that's what this class is about. It's basically, it's a natural history of interest groups. I shouldn't say natural history. It's It's a naturalistic study of interest groups as the object of our study in the environment in which they live. All right, uh, I'm going to wrap this up really quickly because this class is an online class and it's not a lecture class where I'm going to give you big, long lectures. I'm going to try as best I can to uh, display the material to you in short, easy chunks without too much elaboration and with maybe only one or two examples uh, so that the lectures don't get too terribly long. And that's it. Introductory lecture. done.